0: Dark, a podcast about the TV show Riverdale that went out of town for the weekend and met a sexy lady. I'm Alex. Because
1: darkness doesn't end at the end of your driveway. It keeps going. So if you and a bro want to like walk around and visit a farm and like... Almost. Fuck. The darkness (laughs) will follow you. Fuck the darkness. Fuck the darkness.
2: I'm Justin. I'm Pete.
0: And we are going to be talking about chapter 42, The Man in Black. And I got to tell you, I think Justin and I, with this episode, correct me if I'm wrong, are like, oh, that was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, Pretty straightforward.
2: Pete is losing his mind. (laughs) Fuck all this. (laughs) Fuck all this. I can't believe this is my life right now. I want this whole thing to just be a dream sequence. Nope. The whole, the it's whole episode?
0: Or the or last
2: couple of episodes have been such a nightmare for me, I can't deal with it.
1: The last couple of episodes in your life? Like the <laughs> episodes
2: you
0: go through on a daily yeah, basis? The last yeah. years.
2: year We call them years. <laughs> yeah, we call yeah. them years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the, things are getting pretty nightmarish. Even with a slowed down episode, a little more of a melancholy going on. We jumped after the, around, saw a couple hangover. of different.
2: What the fuck are you talking about? The recap at the beginning of this episode was insanity. I couldn't believe the just stuff you know, that now was. Now that
1: Pete says it, let's do his favorite part of the show. The recap that's of a the good, That's up a great until idea.
0: Thanks, Pete. Thanks so much for queuing that up. Yeah, we had I talked about
1: not doing it, but you said it, so we should. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so previously on Riverdale, a bunch of stuff going on. Archie was accused of killing a dude. He has been <laughs> cleared of that crime, mm-hmm. but realized that his now ex girlfriend, Veronica's father, Hiram would kill him if he ever went back to Riverdale. So he fled from Riverdale with his best friend, Jughead, ran out of of town. Uh, Meanwhile, Betty... Was taken to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, an evil nuttery
1: that keeps getting business. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> so the hot now, spot for uh, kids. It, it got sent there by her mom for her own safety, while her mom went to the farm, uh, which is we're not, never going to
2: see the fucking farm, man. which is
0: different from the farm that we see in this episode. This <laughs> is
1: a, this is a farm. Yeah, and that's, that's the farm. Yeah, there's very a different, different. Exactly.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, so uh, she was sent there. Um, also of note, there is an evil. Role playing game called Griffins and Gargoyles that has affected the town of Riverdale. And uh, one of the main first players of it was Ethel Muggs, played by Shannon Purser. Yeah. And she in order to uh, give some information to Jughead, extracted a kiss from him. Big kiss. Big, big time kiss. Big time kiss. smooch
1: a Bunker kisses are worth more.
0: (laughs) They are. Uh, Uh, In a private place? Just hold on to that information for a moment. Uh, And as mentioned, Veronica and Archie did break up. Veronica did not want to break up. Archie was like, I got to go down these train tracks, Veronica. I got to leave. And he left, and uh, that's pretty much it. We'll probably go over some other stuff. But that's the setup. This is aping the structure of Tales from the Dark Side from yeah. Season 2, which was a set of three interlocked tales. Again, we get three different stories that still wrap up, blow up some big stuff about the season. But like I said, I felt like they took their time a little bit, which I liked.
1: I agree. It was uh, it was a, especially how the rapid, the insane pace of this show, This, even though they told three distinct stories, Story still felt like we were just relaxing into them a little bit. And we only have one more episode before the break. Yeah. That's so. crazy. They have so, that
2: weird title screen where it's like Archie and Jughead. Yeah, like yeah. we're going to go on some stupid fucking adventure That's instead they- of going back to where they need to be to take care of goddamn business.
1: No. Uh, Archie and his girlfriend Veronica broke up, and Betty broke up with Jughead. Technically,
2: <laughs> no, no, they just haven't <laughs> talked yet.
1: It's no? a lot okay. of phone calls back and forth. I have a feeling their relationship's in trouble. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah, I have a feeling about that too. There's a new man in town for old Betty. Don't Betty you Cooper's can. got a new boyfriend, don't, don't. and he's tall and bony and cool. <laughs> no, he's no, very cool. You stop. He's that. on the lips of everyone in town. Don't. He's Mister Popular. The Gargoyle King is the new Archie. Oh my God. Ooh,
0: uh, I the hate nice so thing much. is, I don't think Archie has ever given it. Anybody candy?
1: Uh, that's uh, technically true. Archie or Jughead? Because
0: uh, yeah, no one's Just really across d- the board. Nobody's no one's out throwing candy. around candy. Yeah, except for the Gargoyle King, which is nice. Like I will literally get into a van with anybody who gives me candy. And oh, do you guys horrible. do that? That's no, a great no, that tip for, for the candy van man. Do you ever? No,
2: that's a horrible do you go idea. To him? You should not be in charge of kids. Great tip for any super
1: fan out there looking to kidnap Alex Alba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we jump into it? Let's please, yes, yes, for oh, the love got, of God.
2: We got Archie and Jughead. On the road, Jughead's yeah. leaving another message. Yeah, for Betty. Well, and, okay. And I, Archie's I, I, like, you know what? You should go back. Yeah, you should, Jughead. No, he yeah, shouldn't. Should. This
0: is. We talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, but this is something that I really like about what they're doing with the Bughead relationship this season. Is they are confident in each other, even though punch you in, in this case Betty is in the worst possible situation, yeah.
2: Yeah. and but nobody I, cares. Nobody's, nobody's you're coming.
0: Wrong. To, you're wrong. Jughead does care about her. He just knows that she can get out of even the worst situations. He she can get her. out of this. It is a relationship based on mutual respect. Yes. And murder investigation. Yeah, and murder investigations, <laughs> but also mutual respect. And I appreciate that versus Archie who's like, nope, got to break up. Go
2: on these trade checks, Got to get out of town. Break throw some her hay her the fuck let's- out of there. I and sh- soon I want to see A fucking arrow Coming through The goddamn window And it's definitely Jumping and-
0: ahead But Betty is a bad guy now Let's go back yeah. To
2: Bye. Archie and Jughead And what's going yes, on let's with Oh
0: my One god One story
1: at a time Pete One story at a time, uh, so Archie and Jughead reveal their secret plan, which is to walk somewhere. They don't have a destination; <laughs>
2: they're literally just walking somewhere. And yeah, and Archie wants to stop walking, and Jughead's like, "No, we should keep going." Yeah,
1: they find a farm which is totally empty except for um, two women. Right. Uh,
2: as we're no red flags there. Well, uh, one of them we should mention
0: is Riley Keough. I, I love I, you. Do, you like her, right? She's a great,
1: great actress. Uh, she's done a ton of. Uh, there's a sort of porny show called The Girlfriend <laughs> Experience uh, on Stars, stars yeah. which was truly great.
0: It's I, it was superb. It's so one of good. the best TV shows I've ever seen, or at least out of the past couple of years. Uh, you can't yeah. say that because Riverdale is better. Yeah, it's like Riverdale and The Girlfriend Experience yeah. number two. <laughs> uh, but she, uh, she plays a call girl who is also trying to make her way through corporate America. Yeah. It's uh, created by Steven Soderbergh. She's worked with him a couple of She was in Magic Mike. She was also in Logan Lucky. Uh, She's excellent. And the the funny part about her is she tweeted back in March, I'd really like to be cast on Riverdale. And then she got cast on Riverdale. Well, she's also
1: Elvis's granddaughter. So let's not forget, she has a little bit of fame, uh, fame power. So Kyle
0: and Biff. Wait, we should mention, though. That she's Elvis's granddaughter And later on Betty meets the king Do you think there's oh, a connection? That's oh, definitely oh that's, that's a strong and a obvious
2: connection No, that is ridiculous When
0: Betty goes into that room You can kind of hear them going Love me, tender a li- Like a little Well, bit
1: if of. you remember A little song called um, Jailhouse Rock
2: Oh. Guys, can we move the fuck on from this? Interesting. Okay. Well, I think this is an important I, think, no, I not, think we need not to not spend important. half an hour talking yeah. about oh this theory that Elvis is so, the So okay. the men in the town work down by the river is what they Pete, fucking you're mo- tell. You're moving way stand too quickly. bullshit uh, so the-
1: The farm is empty. Um, Archie and Jughead make up very stupid uh, names. Kyle and Biff. Kyle and Biff, totally cool, um, and exchange some farm work, um, which Archie demands to do shirtless, uh, (laughs) in exchange so that they stay over the night in in the barn, I guess. Um, Archie, I'm a little concerned with his body fat uh, index. What? What? Very low. Oh. He he looks like he's dying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so he has been... So, uh, he was fine at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. And then he was in prison for a really long yeah. time. He was yeah. boxing, and then he was living in a sex bunker for a while, and now he's been on the run out of town going somewhere. Yeah, yeah so, so he yeah. should look very skinny. He needs skinny. some
1: food. All well, I'm saying. Good, thing, good th- thing he all got All you fat. can eat
0: eggs. All you can eat eggs. Yeah. 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 The <laughs> so that worked out really well. Um, I want to talk about what's going on with Archie, though. Okay, good. Uh, So... One thing that I also really liked about this episode is I think everybody is reacting to their situations in very specific, very different ways. Archie, as usual, is making some super horrible,
2: horrible decisions.
0: Super dumb decisions, but at the same time that feels very Archie to me, that he immediately is like, great, first safe place, I'm here, this is where I live now, I'm on a farm, I'm a fire boy, let's do he this. He truly
1: does think he lives there now. Yeah. But Archie, like I said this in the past, like Archie is the pure character. Every other character is super changeable, has the toggle switch between like, sort of normal and fucked up and evil. Archie is Mr. Pure, so he reacts in real time and like, I live here now and I love you, yeah. uh, pointing to whoever do you he's think,
0: near. Uh, do you think there was anything to his oh, this place seems so familiar to me somehow? Or was that just him being like, I'm home? It was
1: weird. Uh, the whole thing, uh, This I love this section. It was really well done because it was very tense no, no. And, and spare. Uh, and it made it sort of stressful in a good way, where like, I thought something horrible was going to happen at every moment. And lines like that made me think, what is this? Are we going to see this place again? I thought maybe it was the farm, but clearly it's not. Right, yeah. Uh, So So while we're talking about characters, Jughead's personality in this season is, what are we, seven episodes in? He's gone from serpent king, like uh, gang leader, to plucky sidekick to Archie, to cracked out uh, griffins and gargoyles uh addict. He's doing like, a lot of stuff. How yeah. does th-
2: now it he's a photographer who just walks the earth and takes pictures. Yeah,
1: so uh Jughead goes into town. He he's
2: s- a Well, lot after of- he sleeps in, he sleeps and in. And misses eggs. Yeah, and, <laughs> misses and uh, it's the start of chores. Uh, Archie obviously loves eggs. Um, yeah. as we this episode. I don't know
0: why that made me laugh so much, but it it'd be like, you missed eggs and bacon. Yeah. Ever hear that?
2: Jug? <laughs> <You> <laughs> idiot. Well, when you're living on the road, you would think you would want to get up for a free meal, but it doesn't matter. Guess, to jump jump been on the road for
1: like it's four hours. It's not like they're <laughs>
0: starving. They're like, let's go for a walk. Basically. And I guarantee they stopped at least five times for eggs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's right in the character Bible. Now, uh, So uh, Jughead's in town. He sees some people casually playing griffins and gargoyles. Now, this is a game that they've all talked about as the scariest thing in the world. And there he walks up and is like, you kids playing a little G &G? and G. I'm I'm a a games master. After
0: after walking through town and seeing gargoyle king symbols everywhere, after drawing of the gargoyle king and a creepy old lady being like, Oh, Fizzle Rocks. We we used (laughs) to have the old jiggle and Then we had Fizzle Rocks. And he's like, oh, Fizzle Rocks, the candy. He's like, it's got drugs. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Drugs in it. It it just drives me nuts how casually is about all the insane things that are going on right now. I
1: agree. It feels weird.
2: Yeah. This whole thing felt like a Twilight (laughs) Zone. I I, I kept hoping someone was going to wake up and be like, oh, what a shitty dream I'm having.
0: I, I kept going back and forth on that tone because I think... It's purposeful. It's definitely that's how it was directed. That's how it was written. That's how everybody's acting it. Uh, Because as you mentioned, there are a lot of shots in that first section of just them slowly walking places, which is very unique for Riverdale. But there's a shot in the middle that could have just been a stylistic shot or could have meant something more. Where as Jughead is taking the pictures when he takes the picture of the Gargoyle King. The eyes flash. Right? Yeah, 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 and that made me, immediately made me think about uh, your theory. Wait, was it your theory, Pete, about Jughead being uh, secretly working? Yes, we talked about this last week. Uh, Pete put forward the theory that Jughead is actually working for the Gargoyle King.
1: I think that too. Yeah, uh, that's a theory because I, I, I pitched it. I think when he encountered the Gargoyle King in the woods, yeah. I was like, that's not his first time seeing him,
0: right? Oh. I'm not totally sure about that yeah. but I do think at the very least there is a comp- there is compelling evidence for the fact that Jughead left out some information for when he met the Gargoyle yep. King in the woods yeah. and his actions in this
2: episode are very strange. Red flags yeah. all over the place, and he's just walking around like nothing's going on. Yeah. And then, uh, so. Uh, so we
1: learned that there's a, a. The prison has a drug lab, yep, uh, Rock's a Rock's Rock lab in it, and we talk about the man in black, who we later learn is Hiram. Hiram. Yeah, so, of course he is. Uh, yeah, Corsius. Corsius, the man in black. Potentially. Uh, that's an assumption that they make, so we don't I right. technically know that. Uh, but, but to me, like, so now Hiram's building a. He has every man in this town is building this prison, right. this for-profit prison that has a Fizzle Rocks. La- lab in the
0: basement. Right. And the implication is also it's not just the town of Athens, which is where they're at, that he's completely decimated, but every town in presumably upstate New York...
2: Around Riverdale has yeah. just been, yeah.
0: Right. ...has been taken over by and bought by Hiram Lodge and turned into a series of prisons that are making drug-laced fizzle rocks. But
1: it's also crazy, like... Connecting Hiram to the Fizzle Rocks is a direct connection, also to the Gargoyle King, right? And that seems weird because Hiram has operated pretty separately from the Gargoyle King mm-hmm. uh, up till now. This big connection, unless he hasn't. That's what I'm saying, right? Uh, interesting.
2: Um, okay, so Well, that, I, I want to talk.
1: So uh, Archie, he's getting eats his eggs, which are yeah, his. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, that's just, why just I'm trying real to
2: real come quick, back, Pete. To, just so you know, the point of our podcast is not to get through the episode as quickly <laughs> as possible. Uh, yeah, but I, there's a lot of stuff I want to spend time talking about. Okay, yeah stuff we want to spend time talking about too pete sure sure that's uh,
0: why uh we hired you as our third co-host <laughs>
2: when we used to do it just i don't know where i'm going with this yes. necessarily. <laughs> so should. yeah so back to the farm yeah uh Archie's getting a free shave from all like of his hash, labor. Uh, you know, just how normal people have
0: shave you, each other. Have yeah. you ever gotten a shave like that? Not exactly like that, but like a straight... I've b- had that
1: exact situation.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you after bailing hay with your shirt off?
1: Shirt off. I mean, I'll tell you what. I didn't have quite as many abs okay. uh, as Archie. You didn't have abs on, abs on, Just them. Just
0: one tiny little just ab.
1: Just a little ab popping. Uh, and uh, yeah, a strange woman uh, shaved me. Um, and so that's normal. Yeah. It's, it's funny, though. She started on his face. I just had her go all up and down. Whole body. <laughs> you got the full package. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a little more like flirty when you do the whole body. Oh, wow. Start at the ankle. So her straddling ankle him and wasn't it flirty enough there. for you? No, I wanted to really start with Plus, you know, it's the full shape. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, That's the full shape? He, here's the thing. He just broke up with Veronica. Yeah. And he's already he's already, he's already yeah. starting hashtag to, farm cheek. All right. Farm Chi? Uh Archie and Farm Girl.
0: Yeah, but her name's Lori Lake. So <laughs> yeah, I know, but Larchie. it's far-
1: Farmchi is Farm Chi.
0: Farm Chi sounds uh I mean it sounds a little like uh luck on the farm, right? Luck?
2: Luck? Chi? What is Chi?
1: chi? Oh, boy, you don't know. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> there was a fun line where she was like, if you love her, Biff, why are you here? Which was just the way she said his she name was just so like, you are lying. And Well, why do you think then? Why
0: do you think that Archie is doing this? Why is he making out with attractive well, he older stop farm it. girl?
1: I think because Archie's Archie and he's like, thoughts move slower in his brain. Right. So he's like, what the kiss? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> a kiss is a gateway to sex. Sex. Sex is Veronica. Veronica's girlfriend. No girlfriend, no more. Farm girl. Sex. No! And then that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, that's how long it Thank had.
2: you for that moment inside. It's just a window. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think that's absolutely accurate, and that's exactly what's happening with him. But I think also part of it... I think
2: he thinks a little faster than that. I sincerely Prove doubt it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Prove <laughs> it. based <laughs> on literally any episode of
0: Riverdale. <laughs> I... I do think that he is – he's not exactly moving on, but he is ignoring what he's feeling. Yes. I think there's a Classic
2: dude trait.
0: Well, but I think there's a very palpable difference there because it's not him being like, no, I don't need Veronica anymore. I don't need this. It's more him being like, no, okay, I'm moving on with my life. Uh, This is where I am now. I'm going to forget about it. Nothing is going to hurt me. It's fine. But it's been his thing the whole season, right? And then, but it comes out in swings, as we'll get to in a moment. It comes out in being like, "Great, I'm all in on shirtless hell, Bays of hell, base uh, of hell, hell, bells of, of hay. Bales of hay. Jesus Christ, what Hayes is wrong is with me right now? Uh, and then later get on, when he's like, "We need some <laughs> I eggs definitely for need some eggs. Uh, And then later Where on, when, love he when you snap at he's them, all right? in on the murder. It's the same thing. At you. He's just Archie is all extremes right now. He always is about extremes, yeah. but very much so in this episode.
1: 100%. Uh, and he gets one uh, coming pretty quick at him as. Um, uh,
2: so he comes clean immediately. Yep. And he's just he, like, here's all the truth. This is my whole life story.
1: He gets a cast iron pan to the head, dropped yep. to the ground.
2: Which I thought the eggs were going to be poisoned. Me I too, was surprised that by was the. To the head. But yeah. I like that. It was. Yeah. Uh, well, she made some delicious eggs. She doesn't want to waste them. Totally. Although as Archie is as dumb as you guys are saying. The frying pan to the head shouldn't have faced him at all.
1: Uh, uh, well, let, me, let me just say it quickly: you can be stupid and still be injured. <laughs> that's that's a great point for all of us to remember. Uh, so Archie's knocked down. Turns out um, she was uh, kid. She ties him up so that she can bring Hiram. Yeah. to oh, the, uh, I was man. like, what? How is she connected to the Man in Black? Um, and she knows that Archie is on the run. Clearly, I guess Hiram has put an APB out um, that anyone well, sees. Well, but he
0: mentions it, right? Yeah. He tells her absolutely everything. She knows Hiram because because Hiram owns all of the men in the town. Yep. And in fact, uh, her brother and father owe Hiram a debt that he says will be cleared as soon as he gets Archie Andrews.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: man. Uh, Archie breaks his bonds. They talk briefly about killing. He and Jughead talk briefly about killing Hiram, which was pretty wild. That's yeah. crazy yeah. that
0: he has come so far. Do you think if he was presented with it that Archie could have actually killed Hiram? No, no way.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, he would have to really surprise him uh, in a way because, like, they are both equally matched when it comes to strength.
0: Oh, that's not what I was saying at all. (laughs) I was saying, uh, could he emotionally do it, not physically? Is he strong enough to
2: do it? What do you think? Is he emotionally prepared to make his bones. It kind of seemed like it. I mean, uh, Jughead really had to talk him down, and I love that line of, like, would Veronica ever forgive you? And that was, like, stopped him in his tracks. No,
1: but also everyone. His father, he he just doesn't have it in him, I don't think. He I, would claim that he would I don't
2: do know that. he was in prison for a while, man. He's done some shit. Yeah. But I don't think he could. I don't think he is the
0: sort of person yeah. that could kill somebody, honestly. I, everything that we've seen about him... Accepting Hiram, but even with evil people, he doesn't attack them. He yeah, always but he had the crazy eyes. But his M.O. is always saving people. So, yeah. some sort of situation, granted, you know, it's a TV show, so we can't treat it totally realistically, but some sort of situation would have cropped up where. Jughead would have been in danger or Lori Lake would have been in danger or somebody else would have been in danger and his instinct would have switched from I have to jab these shears into Hiram Lodge and instead save this other person but that said Jughead's argument is so smart with him to say what would Veronica think of you and that's the thing that stops him that's the things that turns him and they run away
1: and off to uh, see Jughead's mom
0: Gladys and also his sister, Jellybean, who are going to turn up next episode
2: in Toledo. I was like, holy shit, I've forgotten all about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you won't for one more week.
0: I've been thinking a lot about what Gladys and Jellybean are going to do for the show. Because before the season started... Our suspicion was, ooh, they're really going to you know, shake things up because Gladys is going to get in the middle of the FP and Alice relationship. Jellybean's going to make things tough for Jughead. That was based on a normal series of events. <laughs> Instead, they're <laughs> going to come to town, and everybody is having <laughs> seizures because of a role play mm-hmm. game caused by laced pop rocks. What? How is that going to factor in at all? Mm-hmm. I think
1: they know about this. You do? I think... Uh, the Gargoyle King and all of this stuff is uh, perhaps a reason why FP and Gladys didn't work out. Ooh. So I think um, I think they're going to provide a, an interesting piece to the puzzle. All right. Well, I mean, see. it's the last episode of the break. They got to do something.
0: Uh, my suspicion is they're going to figure out. Uh, to your point, maybe Gladys has something over Hiram that gives Archie that out, so he can return to Riverdale. Because yeah. we can't keep them outside forever. Dude, Definitely. it's driving
2: me nuts. Them not being in town. Yeah. Also, how the fuck does nobody care about where Betty is?
0: Well, let's get People to that in a minute.
2: care about where Betty is. Nobody cares. What are you talking about? Jughead calls her. Yeah. Calling is not doing anything. Because everyone's
1: up to their own shit, like part two with Veronica.
2: Oh. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Veronica's packing up her shit. She's moving out. And then her mom is like, hey, uh, what are you doing? And it, I was like, whose side are you on, mom? You know, you're still protecting the evilest motherfucker we know. <laughs> We'll talk more about that towards the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, and should, it, we, should we talk about that
0: now? Sure. Uh, I am pretty sure Hermione Lodge is the Gargoyle King after I this think episode. What? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 100%. What? Absolutely. What? <laughs> wow. He's <laughs> dude, dude, asking you a question, I think. Oh, is he? Is that <laughs> what that was? Not just shouting in my face? I
1: mean, it is his catchphrase, but. Yes.
0: The towards the end of the episode there's a jumping ahead to the Betty section we find out that uh, she is being dosed or supposed to be dosed right. with drugs based on the orders of HL and she very specifically in her area she goes Hy- Hiram Lodge, Lodge. Yeah, uh, guess who also has the initials HL yeah there's a lot of people with those initials that's not what I'm saying Hermione about- Lodge yeah. right <laughs> No, I know and what you're saying the, but that does we see the entire episode this is definitely jumping ahead but in all three sections the implication is supposed to be ooh Hiram Lodge Lodge is this man in black who is uh, going all over the place and telling people what to do. But to me, he looks a lot more in this episode like a messenger. He's the guy who's checking in. If he was the guy in charge, he'd be sitting on his throne. He'd be calling. He'd have other people doing the dirty I don't work. think he's
2: the gargoyle guy.
0: Right. That's not what Hiram Lodge does. But that is what the other HL, Hermione Lodge, does. Hermione Lodge is the Gargoyle King. Why wasn't she in her office when Veronica broke into her office? Do you know why? Because she was under the fucking Sisters of the Quiet Mercy,
2: hanging out in a room, torturing young girls.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. I No, no, no. Just no.
2: Hermione, Hermione's so Whoever's the Gargoyle has King has got to have some connection to the church because it's literally attached to that sisterhood thing.
0: Well, here's the thing. Guess what, motherfucker? Body Lodge, where's a cross, babe? Does she? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Her whole thing in the flashback episode was that she was pretty churchy.
2: Yep. Oh shit. Uh, so. Oh shit.
1: Yeah. Um. I. But that makes me because I don't. I think, still think Hiram it's- and Hermione are operating in tandem as the Gargoyle King. So I think Hiram is. Separately doing his business, really?
0: I think Hiram is working for Hermione. I think that's going to no. be the switch there.
1: Uh, to me, I I, I want the scene where Hiram realizes that his wife has been manipulating the town the whole time. I I to me, it's more interesting if Hiram is in opposition to the Gargoyle King and then he realize he finds out that it's Hermione. We'll yeah. see.
0: I think he's just a henchman. I think that's what the reveal is going to be. Maybe. No I mean, way.
1: either one is fun. I just think mine is more fun. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Veronica leaves home. Minute, missing
2: Good it. for her, though, for getting the fuck out of that evil well, house. It
1: helps that she has a beautiful room in her speakeasy complex to live in.
2: Sure, fine. Isn't it beautiful? She's kind of sleeping on the floor of
0: the no, that was diner. a bed. She was in a bed. Oh, she was in a bed? A beautiful. Oh, bed. that's great, that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have a bed. I got to be honest know, with you. I yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah.
1: got to stop sleeping at the rug at the foot of Pete's bed.
0: Yeah. Uh, um. By the way, you keep uh, kicking uh, the covers on me. Oh, I'm sorry, and yeah. they're horrible. Alex is Pete's best friend. <laughs> they smell very bad.
2: Well, it's uh, burlap, so yeah. <laughs> oh, right, you guys are living so good. hobo lifestyle. We, we show up Veronica, and she's like super bummed. Yeah, she's you know, sad. She's like, oh, she's. I'm running up. this business that is illegal, and, and it's not making any money.
1: A uh, few people are staying late late at her soda speakeasy. Yeah, not making any money. That's when Man Monica rises as um, Reggie Mantle and. Uh, <laughs>
0: Again, veggie is much better. Huh? Veggie is much better. Uh, I think I'm you know
1: a- where I stand. Mine aren't better. They're different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. Do you want to talk about veggie slash Mad Monica, this episode?
1: Uh, it's interesting. Uh, sure. Yeah. They have like, well, there's a, there's two, there's two competing, um, Lothario's, uh, perhaps for, uh, Veronica,
0: Elio, and, Elio, and or pop and Reggie. Uh,
1: yeah. Pop, obviously he's throwing his hat in the ring. or He's like, <laughs> Hey, why are you working here? Uh, No, uh, yeah, Elio, who is uh, hanging around, helping out with the casino, which uh, Veronica decides to add to her child's speakeasy. She adds a real-life casino. One
0: night only, though. Uh,
1: Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to stick around Mm -hmm. uh, because it makes her a fortune.
0: Yeah, why would she only do that for one night only? Uh,
1: Yeah. Can you imagine, like, growing up in a town and being, hey, adult friends, let's head down to this child's soda speakeasy (laughs) and gamble our way, our winning, our fortune. Well, that's
0: kind of what high schools do sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah. But you mean for like liquor. a fundraiser?
0: Yeah, for like a fundraiser. Yeah, That's cool. basically what she's doing, let's be honest.
1: A fundraiser for her business. Right. Which is, you could say a casino is a fundraiser Do you for think a business. Those were all
0: Canadians, by the way. Isn't Elio part of the Canadian gangs? He is. He's like a tiny little poutine. So the money
2: was not as valuable.
0: As well, she yeah. it was, just That's the real scam. But,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to go back a little bit and talk about this fun moment where she is talking with Elio about like they're doing the negotiation. And then part of the negotiation is she's like, all right, but let's keep this between us. And then immediately cuts to her dad walking into Bops. I thought that was such a cool edit, such a fun, yeah. smart move. I really well, loved it. Just
0: as we talked about what's going on with Archie and Jughead, or specifically Archie after this breakup, I think. I think the opposite thing is happening well not the opposite thing a very similar thing is happening with veronica where obviously there's this really great really sad moment when she does end up sleeping in the basement where again it takes its time it kind of sits with her for a moment did you realize yeah. she is just pushing forward but she's trusting the wrong people yeah. she's uh, yeah. Going whole hog into her business, f- putting herself in that, not letting her feel what happened with Archie. Yeah. And that's why she's making these big errors, including, towards the end, trusting her family again, which is a
2: big, Right, which is, she better not do. Uh, she already did it. She's well, already in it. Well, we, we she's don't in know She said it win it. No, we don't know that. So She's working for the Gargoyle King now. Let's, <laughs> the true hero <laughs> of Riverdale. That's uh, all, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So... That's Chick. Her dad is using this...
0: Dumb, <gasps> dumb, what, dumb, do you think?
2: Yeah. No, stop that.
0: <laughs> all the good guys finally getting together. It's like Chick, Chick and Veronica. All right, guys, okay, hey, guys. What do you guys. know
2: about the Gargoyle hey. Kick initiative, says Chick? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> all right, so there was this really evil moment by her father where he's trying to ma- manipulate Veronica by saying, like, he left you, you know, like, really kind of like, I'm the only one who's there for you, even though, like, he's the whole reason for all this bullshit. And, like, because Veronica's in such a weak place, she's, like, actually listening to him, which was very upsetting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the worst things about it was he ordered a cafe con leche at a yeah. diner, which is just a bad idea. What
0: a dr- Plus, he was, that? like,
1: aggressive about it. Yeah, yeah. Come, come on. Pop's like... Yeah. Order a coffee, asshole. Yeah, And she doesn't give him the leche. No. She refuses to make it con leche. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, we do have a lot of Man Monica moments in this. Man Monica is strong.
0: I... So I didn't read it that way. I love I loved them together. Like, I think as friends, as him being a guy that's supporting yeah. her, I think it's great. But there's an interesting moment in their last scene together. So just very quickly to review what happens in this. Uh, she opens up the casino night. Uh, there's a whole, like, Ocean's 11 uh, yeah, montage yeah. thing where it turns out you think she's going to lose her entire business to Elio because Elio is clearly cheating, but she's actually cheating herself as her father taught her to. Yeah. So they get all the money, they save pops, was awesome. they save. I
1: love that whole that was Shoot, cool. That you whole know thing that Johnny was... Goldwater has nimble fingers.
0: Johnny Goldwater, I well, love let's that, talk name. About that. That was that was a fun little Easter egg. For those yeah. of you who don't know, that's the uh, head of Archie Comics. Yeah. So he is now canonically a younger man in uh, a, younger a
1: casino. T- a cheater.
2: Yeah, a young cheater. A young cheater. <laughs> what are they saying? Johnny Goldwater. What a great name. Yeah. Uh, So you were saying. Uh, So
0: John Goldwater or Johnny Goldwater, I guess, aside, um, at the end of the night, they're standing with the money. And that was the moment to me where they're standing there. Veronica's talking about always taking the big swings and getting what you want. Mm -hmm. And it felt like she kind of like looks Reggie up and down for a second. Yeah. And then it immediately cuts to the morning she's putting on her waitress uniform and talking to Pop. And I was so sure that Reggie was going to walk out of there after.
1: He didn't. Maybe, but maybe.
2: The thing is. Don't come on now. Don't. I agree with you a little bit. Like, Reggie has this sort of like
1: his girl Friday, like her boy Friday style relationship where he's just there to sort of serve her and like learn from her, sort of in a way. But I think that is. To me, that's the seed they're planting for. It could
2: grow into something more. Because I
1: I think you're right. I think it's there. I think they were just sort of soft playing it. Also, he's like he's got a lot of James Franco vibe to him in this episode, and.
0: because he's a bush mouth? Uh,
1: just the way he's talking, especially in that last he has, scene. He is
2: a
0: little bit of a bush
1: mouth. Yeah, though. definitely.
0: Just
2: in this episode. Yeah. So you stopped right before some interesting uh, stuff there. So Pops talks to her and is like, please don't be. Be better than your family. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool and also reveals about them finding the sheriff's body.
1: Headless
0: and fingerless.
1: Which is a lot. Uh, overkill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Particularly uh, because they immediately identified him
1: Well, they even, he even says, like, we're not sure it's him Because it had no fa- head or fingers
0: Yeah, no, but he is wearing a uniform that says Sheriff Bonetta <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> one would presume <laughs> But to me, that's like, that's Hermione, that's Gargoyle King That's Hermione, uh
0: Well, the implication based on the arc of that particular story is we start with Hermione being like, no, I didn't murder Sheriff Mineta, and it ends up with Sheriff Mineta being murdered. Certainly the implication is that exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, because everyone thinks Hiram, but uh, I think Hiram wouldn't be that vicious.
0: Oh, I think he would be. Really? Yeah. That's a level that we haven't seen before. Like, we know Papa Poutine was taken out during the Wicked and Divine episode, I think. Yeah. Um, But we don't know how. It was just like, oh, he was taken out, and that's all we know about it.
1: Yeah, that's I might see I'm not a Hiram sympath uh, sympathizer, but I do think he is going to end up being less bad than we've thought. Uh, all along. Mm.
0: So mm. do you think is there a possibility that Hiram Lodge, Chick and the Gargoyle no, King will team you. up to be the heroes of Riverdale?
1: Yeah, I think that's what we're really. No, no. yeah. Continuing. Let's take that- on the, the great evil that is Betty. Yeah. Fuck Speaking you. of Betty. Oh, do you oh. know what? I just
0: want to mention real quick. Uh, I'm a huge high king
2: shipper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh,
2: All right. So please, let's
1: get uh, to this. So Betty
0: in the. Uh,
2: Betty. In what the- was great was you we, You were talking about being inside Archie's head. We get inside Betty's head for real. This was amazing. Betty this gets is like ex- your dream, Pete. Yeah, yeah, this was f- absolutely phenomenal. And we see her uh, going over the cards and clutching her Rorschach hands. Test. Uh, You know, we haven't seen that since season one. She yeah. used to do that. Yeah, you're she excited no to longer see her greatest weakness. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, I mean... We know what's on the other side of that, and that's Dark Betty. Yeah, I know the girl. And the Dark girl Betty will take that whole fucking nunnery down. Uh, She'll just, fucking level the whole <laughs> place. I don't think burn so, it man. to the motherfucking
1: ground. Uh, I think so. Um, Betty is uh, crushing, absolutely crushing a Rorschach test. <laughs> yeah, she is crushing. <laughs> uh, she's,
0: but it's cool to hear what she's thinking and what she says. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, my favorite thing about the Rorschach test was, they were just showing her literal pictures of things. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> not a, not Here's a, a lot picture of, of the black hood. Yeah. What does this look like to you? And she's like, Oh. I swear Said I think I
1: know. wanted the woman to be like I'm sorry Betty these pictures are evil and you feel this <laughs> you. <laughs> because they clearly are
0: uh, I, and I before we get too far into it I want to say this was my favorite story in the episode I feel like we've been talking about how the first one was a little bit like a Twilight Zone. The second one was a little Ocean's 11 Z mm-hmm. um, This legitimately felt like a Twilight Zone to me, where yeah. it had this very clear beginning, oh, middle, and end. Um, the, the tone was different. Barry, Betty's narration gave it a different feel. Yeah, she's clearly uh,
1: infected with yeah. that whatever makes great. Jughead narrate all the time.
0: Ethel yes. is evil yeah. as fuck. Yeah. So, uh,
1: let's get into it. Bad novelitis. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay, yeah, so every, every patient gets candy. Uh, yes, the sisters of the Quiet Mercy are just dropping fizzle rocks uh, Making all over the place. Um, the other thing I thought about this, and I've said this before, this really felt like the Game of Thronesification of the show, where it's about like who you serve, which house you're in, and this is like a, a kingdom. And we're seeing.
0: I don't get the Betty.
2: reference. Well, I, don't, I don't.
0: Before get. the fizzle rocks, though, doesn't Ethel move in? Yeah,
1: the uh, eth- no, right roommate after, situation. Ethel tells her that the f- she's like, "You should take because Betty dumps the candy into yeah. the trash bin, and Ethel, who is her roommate, makes sense." Um, is like... Like you gotta take
2: your candy.
0: Uh, Well, but we gotta talk about what happens when Ethel moves in, which is Warrior
2: Board? Uh is that what it's called? Warrior board? Warrior board. That's what she called it.
0: Oh. Okay, I I just thought it was like a collage or a vision board or something right, like that. She called the warrior board. Okay, uh, talks uh, that was gar- great. So she has this whole collage that she's made of her kissing the gargoyle king. Yeah, which was hilarious and if hilarious. You f- it's hilarious. It's, it's creepy freeze about it, it a little bit. It's like I love you it hearts. It's a little. It's a child's murder board. Is what it
1: is. <laughs> yeah. And um, she's been Ethel says she's been chatting with the Gargoyle King, cool. and then she gets into the Jughead kiss. Oh obviously. man, Ethel had, they use the term ship? Yes, uh, she does. She says I like I ship that, it. Yeah, doesn't Betty? Betty responds with like uh, nice ship or something about Ethelhead. Well, Ethel had. well line, she
0: says like I'm we're going to be a ship. Yeah, and Betty says nobody is oh nobody is going to ship Ethelhead, yeah. which was annoying because the actual hashtag is Jethel, but you know she got it wrong. It's fine. It's, no, not it's a huge not deal. nothing
1: wrong with saying with the ship. <laughs> name. Just my
0: problem is that while the episode is airing, Ethelhead is going to be trending instead of Jethel, which is the real hashtag.
1: Throw another hashtag on there, Alex. Okay, and I'll also, tweet both. You're so demanding with your thing. Man, Monica has just as much place in the world as this veggie. is why
0: I ship High King and Taterby, and <laughs> that's. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God.
1: Uh, anyway, so. So Bet, Betty's pissed about the Jughead kiss. And it's it was fun to see her be like legitimately like, Ethel, shut up about
2: that. <laughs> no, no. It was some really fun because uh, she was like, Bet, uh, Jughead isn't into you anymore. And uh, Betty in her head was like, this psycho bitch. I yeah. was like, oh, yeah.
1: shit. It that was, was such a great line. It was fun. And it made me feel like we're getting toward a Dark Betty. Yeah, uh, we are. By the way she was speaking in the narration. Uh, we get a Claudius sighting. He's bringing in the fizz, um, and Hiram is hanging around also, working the operation.
2: But Betty did something smart where she immediately started playing Ethel and playing towards this, okay, we'll be friends, because... She, Ethel could really make her life a living hell, which turns out she does, but, uh, yeah. but she did a great job of being smart about it. Because we learned beginning. about this
1: place, the Gargoyle King Chamber,
2: um, yes. which oh, is yeah. the
1: way, and uh, Betty's like, I got to get in there. She gets caught going down there. Um,
2: we we get a maple syrup delivery, though, yeah, which we get I'm to, to see.
1: Claudius oh. uh, is there, and he's bringing in the fizzy rocks.
2: Yeah. Claudius Blossom sighting. So...
0: We're, I, I know you're very excited, Pete. Let's just calm it down for a second and talk about this particular thing with Claudius and all of these clues that we've learned here, okay? Right. So we know now, working backwards, that Claudius is bringing, using his maple syrup distribution of the Blossom family to bring the fizzle rocks to the Sisters of the Quiet Mercy. They seem to be being made underneath these prisons that are being built Uh, And staffed by all the men In the towns surrounding Riverdale, like Athens that we see Earlier. Um, We don't know Necessarily how the second story works In, that doesn't really touch on that so much as The Lodge family dynamics Uh, But certainly they seem to be Running Riverdale, so we do have a lot of the pieces coming together. We've been talking about this in Justice League that we met at the end of the last season. Um, We know that Penny Peabody and the Ghoulies are also working for Hiram in some capacity, or working with Hiram. Uh, We don't know necessarily if Penelope is in on it with Claudius, but certainly... This is tying back to a lot of what happened in the second half of last season in terms of Hiram building his private prison, but actually having a much bigger plan than that. And I like that. Like This is jumping back to the first thing. We talked about how, not that it was stupid, but it seemed kind of underwhelming that his big plan all along was to build a prison. Um, If instead we're seeing him destroy most of a state in order to become the drug kingpin of maybe the entire country or something like that. Yeah. That's pretty insane. That's a a huge raising of the stakes.
1: And I would would also say pumping up this uh, Griffin and Gargoyles game where you take the fizzy rocks while you play gives them a constant just need uh, for a demand for the drugs. So you're
2: making all the uh, people at the nunnery take all the drugs, too. I would say that's
0: a smaller part of the business, but just to uh, throw it out based on what you're saying, what if there's actually two Griffins and Gargoyles games going on? That's what I think. I think there's there's a a
1: real-life game where Hermione is running, which is just taking control of the town, pitting people against each other that they've been that I think she's been running since she was a kid. And then there's the just pure money making uh, lower stakes version that Hiram and the Injustice League are doing just to turn a profit. And I don't think the operations
0: link. I, I think that's an interesting idea. I mean, we'll see if that comes to fruition. But certainly what I would suspect, if that is true, is that the real Gargoyle King will know what is happening and uh, w- with Hiram's plan, with his money-making griffins and gargoyles, and destroy that.
1: I, exactly. I think they're going to come into conflict because the Gargoyle King isn't about just making money. The Gargoyle King is about control and managing the town's people, basically, uh, shaping the whole li- the lives of, of everyone in town and the game itself. So, yeah, I think they're going to come into conflict and it's going to be nasty.
2: Cool. I, uh, I also think that seemed, uh Blossom there, that was a huge... Claudius. Yeah, Claudius, who I I still... Did
1: you mean Blossom, the TV from the 90s?
2: No, no, No. I didn't. Six was six.
1: Was six there? Joey? Was Joey there? No, no, I'm talking about... Diddy, whoa.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, so I'm still pulling for... Uh, Claudius Blossom to be the Gargoyle King. I think you're almost definitely wrong based on cool. this episode. So, uh, say whatever you want. Uh, no, like, no,
0: no, no. This isn't shooting you down. I'm just saying I thought there was a good possibility last episode that maybe it was Claudius because we hadn't seen him, but he very much seems like a henchman this episode. Yeah, he's doing deliveries.
2: So what? He's by the church where it's all happening. He can help unload. So you're saying it's not delivery. It's Gargoyle King. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, just to wrap up some Betty stuff. Betty, uh, fake a seizure goes down. Smart move. Uh, we well, yes, good stuff. It was very well faked. Yeah, um, we learned that um, HL. We already talked about this. Is setting the the dose for Betty, uh, but who better knows how dangerous Betty is to the town to taking the town down than Hermione Lodge? Um, she goes to escape in the room marked X. It is.
2: Bricked the well, fuck up. Well, how why would you think Betty you were so smart after someone escaped that way? You don't think they would brick that up so the next person couldn't escape that way? I, I mean, gotta tell you, I
0: didn't predict it. I thought that was great. I love that moment. I love that they were building it up the entire episode of oh, we have the secret way out. Uh Veronica taught me how to do this. I know that this is gonna work. And then it's a brick wall, which makes it feel like a legitimate nightmare.
2: Yeah. It, that was. it was great. so Twilight scary. Too. Uh, But yeah, I was really surprised that... Because she kept saying, "And then I'm free, and then it's over, and then you know," I'm like, "Betty, don't get ahead of yourself."
1: Well, let me say, I think she is freed in this episode. She's forced the the Fizzle rocks are forced into her mouth, reminding me of the Star Trek: The Next Generation episode with the game. Anybody? What?
2: Uh, what? Check
1: it out uh, with Ashley Judd. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Betty's dragged into the Gargoyle King's room. It gets thrown in, screams. Then she's back, taking the Rorschach we don't test. Don't get completely honest about it uh, about what she sees. And Betty is into the Gargoyle King now. I think she's freed. Because she is one with the Gargoyle King
2: now. That is not her being free. That's her being drugged and changing who she is completely from head to toe. I Dude, think being slave a- to the Gargoyle King, that's not freedom. But
1: I think the, 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 gargoyle king's acolytes call it freedom they're saying they the ascension is a freedom it's joining the gargoyle king and i think that is what she does in the end and i there's a case to be made that she's faking it the same way she faked the caesar but i don't know i think she is doing it i think she is going to have to is in the thrall of the gargoyle king and we're going to have to see her come out
2: of it. i can't believe we didn't get to see we got to see her face but not who the fuck the gargoyle king was do you think though that she saw the gargoyle king because it's no. entirely
0: possible that there was nothing in there
2: yeah I it's think entirely
0: possible that, they get, particularly the because she's hallucinating, s- yes, what the she king. sees the Gargoyle King behind Sister Woodhouse later on in the office. Yeah. I don't think the Gargoyle King is actually there. Yeah. Well, yeah. at all. It could just
1: be a mannequin with sticks taped to it. Absolutely. We don't know.
0: Um, or it could be somebody. Yeah. If it was somebody, who do you think it was? Mm, that's
1: tricky. Uh, I do would make a case. Is Ethel? On the outside, she's on the outside. yeah. Okay, so no, not her.
0: Uh, Maybe she's you, also on the inside. That's what I'm saying.
2: Did no. you? Because <laughs> you were uh, quick to compare it to other shows. I kind of feel like we're leaving this where like Legion was, where he was in this fake kind of like insane asylum, taking these drugs and kind yeah. of like you know sleepwalking through life. Yeah, she's locked up. Uh, well, let's
0: uh, let's move forward. We've talked about this a little bit, but what is your theory right now based on this episode for the identity of the Gargoyle King? Who is the Gargoyle King? Uh, now?
1: As I said, Hermione Lodge. I think she has been uh, running this uh, from when she was a kid. I think we're going to see her versus the Injustice League. I think the Farm is another faction that is going to be fighting for uh, to to take down the Gargoyle King and, of course, the kids, once they come back together, not maybe not for a while. Uh,
2: I feel like it is, the Gargoyle King is a rotating mantle that different hierarchies wear. A mantle? A uh, Regi- like a Reggie mantle? No, not like that. Okay. Uh, a Mickey that, mantle. Uh, Claudius Blossom is one of the main big people and can be the Gargoyle King. Nice. Mm. Uh, I'm
0: much more convinced about Hermione Lodge after this episode. That could certainly change next episode, but I think based on the clues we talked about, it seems that's where we're headed, at least for this first reveal. Even if there is a double Gargoyle King reveal like there was last season with the Black Hood. Um, But yeah, we'll see. Uh, There's one other thing that I wanted to mention that I think is a slight possibility here. I still felt kind of convinced that she was going to go into the room and see Hal Cooper there. And that's why she screamed.
2: Oh, but I I think who can't be the black hood and the gargoyle. I think he could though. I mean,
0: or it could be who we're supposed to think is the gargoyle king. I still think there's this great potential moment that you have at the end of this half season where Betty goes into the room to Confront the Gargoyle King, and Hal is there, and he says, "Hi, Betty." And we're supposed to think, "Oh shit, that's the Gargoyle King," but it's not. Yeah,
1: mm. Hal's like a mini boss. He was the mini boss exactly. last season. And the mini boss can come
0: back. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, no, the, no, no, Cheryl, guys. Well, that's not what I wanted even... to talk about. Who's your favorite character who wasn't in this episode? <laughs> because mostly nobody was here. Yeah. No Cheryl. No Tony. No Kevin. No Josie. No FP. No Alice. No Luke Perry. No. Oh, was he? <laughs> I actually forgot about him. <laughs> Oh, you forgot about Fred Andrews? How yeah. could you? It's weird. I know. It's like I forget about Actually, wa- The weird thing is, he was in every scene. Yeah. You just
1: didn't notice. See, you, I forget about the wallpaper on my, yeah. at my home sometimes, too. I'm
0: camouflaged. Yeah. So, like episode? the
1: towel, the moist towel I leave. Uh, Why? Was that a bummer
0: to you at all? That these characters were all off screen?
2: Yes. Did you miss it? I like yes. the different
1: takes. I like focusing up. How is up
2: nobody department. coming to Betty's rescue? Betty's
1: not as cool as she used to be. Also, Dude, fuck uh, you
0: why, for why does she need to be rescued? Why can't she rescue herself, Pete? Because she's being drugged
2: and uh, trapped. Betty Cooper is going to save herself. I hope that she does. That she would be awesome. She absolutely is. But it would be also cool if save Cheryl saved her. She doesn't need a man to
0: save her. Or Oh, yeah. you said a woman. Okay. Uh, a woman could save her. Uh, w- this episode only, Betty or Veronica?
1: Who uh, won the episode? I'm going to go Lori Lake uh, because she's uh, she's cool.
2: Nice, <laughs> great, good answer. Pete, what about you? Betty, all day, Er day. Great. She kills in this episode. Uh,
0: I agree with you. I thought Betty's section was absolutely the best. I loved it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you would like to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on down. We will chat with you about comics or Riverdale, whatever you want to do. Pete, what do you want to plug?
2: Friends on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live.
0: Check us out at ComicBookLive.com uh, on Twitter or at Riverdale Dark. Yep. Great. Uh, Comic Book Club for this podcast and many more. And we'll see you after dark.
1: Whoa. Riverdale.